listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello, welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Stevie. How are you doing? I'm doing well, very well Good at the moment. Good, good, good. So this week's podcast, um, going to do something a little bit different. Um, we've got a recording that we did a couple of days ago uh, for one of our students, Teresa, who asked some questions, sent over some questions on an email for you, Dad. And um, they mm-hmm. were split up into general questions, some technical questions and some business questions. Um, she was looking for some advice as, uh, starting out as a career uh, as an artist. And I thought we'd use this podcast to share some of the answers that you had to those questions. Um, I found it very insightful and I knew the answers to most of them, but I always like hearing you talk about this kind of stuff. Um, So in this uh, podcast, we're going to put up the general questions um, that Teresa asked, and we're going to do some more recordings talking a bit more about the technical side of things, a bit more specific questions about your art, Um, and then getting into the business side of things. But this one is general questions, so talking about your career as an artist. So some of it it people would have heard probably in previous episodes, but this was a nice um, collection um, that that Teresa sent over, so I think that people will find it valuable. Yes, I think so. It it, uh, it puts it it all together, doesn't it? Like nutshells it, really. And um, I think the next two... Uh, subjects we do um, we can broadcast them as well because once again um, some people know something about me but uh, this this just um, I think would be telling really and mm. useful too because there's quite a lot of our people now um, our clients and our members are um, doing their own business and starting out so uh, it could be very useful to them. Yeah, absolutely. So without further ado, I'm going to play the recording of the general questions. Enjoy. Hi, Teresa. Thanks for sending over your email uh, with some questions on. Um, Dad and I would be more than happy to give you some advice on this. Well, more Dad than me. I'm going to just ask him the questions. <laughs> but Dad, you said you'd be happy to give Teresa some advice and anyone else that is listening or, or reading this on our blog. Um uh- Absolutely. Uh, well, I think it gives us a chance to uh, air some of these things that may not have been covered uh, in the past. Mm. And I'm sure everybody would appreciate it. So it's going to go out to everyone yeah. who's interested. So we've got three sections of questions. And in this one, we're going to just cover the general questions. Um, we've mm-hmm. got some business questions and some technical questions that we'll cover in another recording. Um, but for now, let's dive in with the general questions. So Teresa asks... What has surprised you most about your career as an artist? Well, first of all, I've got to say that it didn't start out that way. It wasn't really until I was in my 40s, early 40s, that uh, I decided to try uh, to um, art, do art. But it wasn't a career choice at all to start with. It was just me being getting good at what I was doing and people saying, really, you know, you ought to do this for a living. Well, I never believed that for quite some time. 
because I opened the gallery, as you know. And by opening the gallery, I was painting and drawing for my customers and uh, or my clients, if you like. And I kind of fell into it being a professional artist. I didn't call myself an artist to start with. I was just someone who was um, painting and drawing to order, if you like. Mm. So would you say uh, that you're... The, the, what has surprised you most is the fact that you have a career or had a career as an artist. Do you think that is the biggest surprise at yes. all, that you made it yes. a career? Absolutely, I, 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 because it wasn't expected. Hmm. The surprise, if you like, was I was able to pursue the career as an artist. But even for, for quite a number of years, I didn't really call myself an artist because I kind of imagine artists going, you know, in the old traditional sense, you know, they're in their studio painting away, uninterrupted and just producing great works of art. Well, I wasn't doing that. At least I didn't think I was. Mm. So I'm a kind of different kind of artist, really, than perhaps the... Uh, the, the, the do you the vision th- that people have as an artist or of an artist. Do you think because you didn't have those expectations um, that what you expect as an artist to be, because you didn't put those expectations on yourself, that is what relaxed you and mm. um, made you sort of... Um, yes. I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is that you weren't... You, you, didn't, um, you didn't pigeonhole yourself into no. into what you thought an artist should be. So that's no, why you do call yourself an artist. No, in quite the reverse, Steve, because when I started out here, I used to attend different um, events that were art-orientated, and I, I had conversations with various artists, or so-called artists, let's say, who were on the, the professional area, but they were either teachers or people that were just starting out, I didn't really come across anybody who was really famous, you know, or Mm. very well known at that time. But what I did find was something I didn't like, and that was the um, ego side of artists, what they thought of themselves. And when you were talking to them, all they could do is talk about themselves. And that really... Didn't I, in fact, I walked out of one um, event that I was in. I just walked out of it. I said, I said to my wife, I said, I can't take this anymore, sorry. And I walked out. Right. It was just ego, you know, oh, how, good, how, how good am I, you know, all this sort of thing. And I didn't want to. So I kind of then thought, I'm not going down that road. That's not what I want to do. Yeah. Mm. This was, if you like, the incorrect assumptions that people have about was, an artist. I was just about to say, you've actually mm. answered mm. the next question, which is what incorrect assumptions exactly. do people have about Ex- life as an artist. Exactly. But well, what I did, though, Stephen, I, as you know, um, decided to go down the teaching route. Mm. I, I felt I could help people as uh, an artist or being perhaps better than they are. I could then help them to attain their ambitions mm. of being not as an artist. I think we've got to be careful here. But somebody who could paint and draw in 
as a leisurely pursuit. Mm. And that's what I wanted to do, and that's what I've been doing ever since, and still do that, and still assume that mm. uh, mantle of, of a teacher or yeah. a tutor as opposed to an artist. Yeah. It's interesting with labels, isn't it, how the labels carry certain stereotypes mm. and certain certain views um, when we when we put labels on people. So mm, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so the next question, what do you wish you had known before you got into being an artist? And is there anything differently that you would do if you could rewind? No, there's nothing I would do differently. Everything I've done has been a purpose to it. And I wouldn't do anything differently, no. Um, possibly wish I'd known before. Well, I don't think you can predict something like uh, like this, especially if you come from where I am. I wasn't trained as an artist. I never had any schooling as an artist. I never went to any art schools at all. So it was all a natural ability. And many, many years ago, um, when I was thinking about um, doing more artwork... Somebody, a professional artist this was, who I admired, said to me, whatever you do, don't go to school. Don't go to art school, because if you do, you'll lose that natural ability you've got. Mm. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Um, so there's nothing necessarily you wish you had known before going into it all, um, because everything that you've learned as you've gone along has got you to the point, I suppose, where you are now. Yes, sir. Absolutely right, yes. Stepping stones. And I would say that people, when when people start out as a new artist, what they do is take small steps, baby steps, if you like. Don't try to be too clever, too quick. Yeah. What would you, building upon this previous question, um, flipping it uh, a little bit, saying, uh, Teresa asks, what should a new artist be aware of before starting out? So it's sort of that, what you. I just know, answered that really. But, be be aware that you can't you can't run before you can walk, mm. and people do. And I, when I, one of the problems I think when they sort of train you as a as a youngster to go into art or and and say you are you've got an ability now I want to give you the um, the tools if you like to be a good artist, they tend to inflate you. You know, they tend to say, just like you with your, um, you know, your, your um, entertainment side, they, they tend to make you feel that you are really important and you are really good and you're going to really make it. That's a very bad way of starting out. You, the small steps bit is better. Mm. Start from the beginning, learn your trade as best you can, Try different mediums, too. I've mentioned this many times. Don't just stick to one. Just try them all until you find something that you um, enjoy. Because that's the important thing. You've got to enjoy what you do. This is kind of answering the next question. What steps and advice and yes. recommendations would you give to a new artist? <laughs> I, well, that's what I would say. Exactly what I've just said to a new artist starting out. And I do, as people know and who know me, and know us as a um, as an art school, we 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 do that. We try to give people encouragement, and um, we look at their work, and we're honest about what we see, 
so we give them the right tools to then take the next step mm. i think there's a difference as well when you say school there there's a difference in art schools and what we are because mm. um mm. i don't want people it might sound like to anyone listening to this that we've kind of contradicted ourselves but we mean going to full-time art education college you know school like there to, to be very aware um, of the advice that you were given that they may try to um, um, again kind of pigeonhole you or put um, to change what you naturally have and what we try to do is try to nurture what that is and also recommend that you like you said do all different mediums learn from different people go and um, try different pencils papers like it we're, we're trying to say try it all and follow your own intuitive guidance for yourself of what you feel is the right thing for you to do or the right subjects for you to try and we try and guide you but it's very flexible with what we do we just kind of present you with the lessons and the tools and everything and it's up to you to decide how you use them that's right and i've got to say we're very successful at that too because the people that have been with us for a while now are getting really really good at what they do but you'll only find a cross-section of those in fact very few of those people will actually turn into professional artists very few yeah. because it's not that it's not that the reason we're doing this we're doing this as a leisure industry yes. so that people can enjoy what they do yeah but that's if, the difference isn't it yeah that's right and if they do and follow in my footsteps get better and better and better but to get better and better and better you've got to have one a natural talent for that and two, you've got to do an awful lot of work, a yeah. lot of work, before you can get even, – even I say, and you've heard me say many times, when I've pro- just produced an, an, another picture, gosh, I've really learned something from that, Steve, after 30-odd years. Yeah. So it, <laughs> you don't stop learning. And if you're prepared for that, then you will get better. Mm. Okay, so what are the best resources, events, people to follow in, di- in the industry? This might be a bit more difficult to um, answer, Dad, because of the, the industry has changed a lot since you mm. were actively attending events um, and going to exhibitions and uh, meeting with other artists. So this might be one that we can't give a whole lot informa- of information on. Mm. Well, I, I think certainly the events are one of the best things people can do is to go to as many art or orientated events as they can so that they see what other people do and perhaps a visit to the, the big galleries in London, which is what I did when I first started, to see how far you could go if you wish to. Mm. And uh, you should look at those paintings and those um artwork that you see as being inspirational to you gosh one day i want to be like that i'd love to be able to like that but realizing by saying that that you've got to learn the ropes that you can't just do it because it doesn't happen like that you've got to do it in small steps again yeah that's what you had. You had that inspiration, didn't you? Even recently visiting the gallery, you, you felt inspired mm. when you came. Oh, out. yes. Well, it is inspiration if, if that's what you like. 
um, and also go to, to, to people who, who paint realistic work and watercolor, oil, acrylic, go right through the whole gambit of the whole lot. And, and some of the, and I love Impressionism, but originally I didn't, Steve. Mm. Originally, I wasn't a, an Impressionist kind of person because, and I think that is the right thing to do because when you're looking at art, you've got to look at structure. You've got to be able to draw, draw well and understand um, perspectives and all the things that um, are allied to the um, production of composition and all of this. You've got to understand all of that before you can then move on into perhaps the impressionist and being able to do that, mm. which is what I'm very much uh, I love doing now. And I'm introducing more impressionism into the work that we do. Mm. Mm. So as a more, uh, as, as something to add to that, events and people uh resources to follow there's obviously a lot out there on the internet if you're looking to to get more information on this with youtube mm. with facebook uh instagram um, facebook groups are fantastic for talking with other artists other people that are also doing the same thing specifically mm -hmm. for us uh, in the pastel pencil medium there's a, a brilliant group that uh, we're involved with pastel pencil artists, uh, very active, and there's a lot of support as well, uh, mentoring that is done through Facebook groups. So that is excellent. Um, but as far as absorbing content and information um, goes, you've got so many videos on YouTube. We have got so many videos on YouTube. There's a lot of inspiration on Instagram. Um, and the events, are, like you said, Dad, there's lots of events uh, in the country that you can go to um, mm. and watch demonstrations. Um, so I think that sort of covers that. Um, the last question, is there anyone else you think it would be useful to speak to? And I guess it's anyone that inspires you. Would you Would you kind of agree with that, Dad? Um, if there's other artists yes. out there that you want to... Yes, I, I, I think so. Um, the, but you'll only be able to do this, I think, if you go to the... Uh, shows the demonstrations i can't i mean i'm as you know i'm really busy at what i do i i can do this be, and i'm prepared to do what i've done here because um it's going to be for everybody lots of people are going to be able to see it so my time is very useful in this situation but yeah. I, I wouldn't i wouldn't want people to just to ring me up and say can i have a chat to you about this or can i you wouldn't have the time to do that. Yeah. But if you go to a demonstration where somebody is demonstrating and, and the, there's quite a lot in the country, there's quite a, there's a, the SAA do one every year. So these are the people, then you, they don't mind. They're there, as I was when I was doing the shows, you're there for people to ask you questions yeah. because they ask you a question and you're there to answer it. Yes. But, but uh, it, I can't, I can't think there's any other way of doing that yeah. except the way you've done it this time, you know, by contacting uh, the website. And the, our kind of setup is for the customer. We're all for the, the customer or client. And um, therefore, we gear ourselves to help out. Yeah. So we don't mind answering questions, but to speak to 
personally, I would say that's going to be really difficult, except through um, the events. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Well, that's I've been lovely and extensive. Thank you so much, Dad. That's, I hope that's really helped Teresa and anyone else listening. Um, that is the general questions. We've got, as I said, some more technical and business-related questions, which we'll get onto another time. But I found that really interesting, and I already knew some of what you said but i still found it interesting to listen to so i hope other people have as well thank you very much dad it's my pleasure and thank you Teresa, for the questions bye for now so there we have it i hope everyone found that interesting i certainly did and as i say i i'd heard a lot of the answers before but i love hearing you talk about this kind of stuff dad and um i think it prompted some really good discussion so thank you dad for sharing your answers It's my pleasure. And I hope everyone found that interesting. Look out for the next couple of episodes where we're going to be talking about some more technical questions about art and the business of being an artist. So thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.